0: Hello and welcome to the Xenothesis podcast. My name is Richard Acton and in this episode, episode 13, we're covering chapter 6 of part 3 nursery of book 1 Dawn of Octavia Butler's uh, trilogy Xenogenesis. Joining me this week in this confined space with a peculiar alien entity is my co-host
1: Michael Glinka. Hello everyone. How you doing Michael? It's getting really hot and packed in here in this confinement. There's more and more people and yet Less and less things to do.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay. Yes, so we got some uh, slightly unexpected stuff. I think in this chapter.
1: Yeah. Uh, to be honest, uh, to all the audience, I this chapter is a bit long. That's why we're only covering one. This is just mm-hmm. chapter six, but the ending really, it's like a, such a. I've been saying this all the time that the book always takes an unexpected turn for me, but this, I did not expect. <laughs>
0: Interesting, because, I mean, it, it seems like there's been a little bit of foreshadowing of something vaguely in this direction, but maybe it's just, like, sooner than you would have expected.
1: Well, I mean, it sort of, like, in the last chapter we were talking a about it, but I thought it would be more like, you know, a, I don't know, I just didn't expect it to be, yeah, I think I, I was expecting something like this, but not so soon. Hmm. Yeah, okay, it, it, it took me by surprise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So let's uh, let's uh, talk about what you were expecting from your predictions from last chapter.
1: So I p- predicted, I was predicting that sensing that Lilith may be in danger considering the whole situation in the confinement, Nikanj decided to show itself to Joseph um, or all the humans to aid and make them realize that it's true, it's real. What she's saying is real and they need to get the... Shit together, basically. They need to collect and they need to be, uh, working together to you know for the greater good outside.
0: Okay, so I mean, you, you, Nikanish did show himself to Joseph. You got that part, uh, on. Yeah, that was that did happen.
1: Yeah, uh, he showed himself, uh, itself to to Joseph because you know it thought that Joseph is Lilith's mate, although it wasn't really that well. It was pretty clear in the previous chapter about you know like how Lilith you know said she, uh, she likes Joseph and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But like it mm-hmm. was, I thought it was more of like you know understanding because Joseph you know as he's described the book describing him, he's very understanding, very uh, clear-minded, you know, straightforward. Let's wait for look around. Let's wait for the facts. And he he is being really like I would say a support for her. So I understand Mm. from perspective. But um, yeah, Nikan in this chapter wants to protect him to to ensure that Lilith also survives in a way.
0: Yeah, I I got the impression it was uh, not particularly attached to Joe as of yet. I mean, it was a a little bit of kind of uh, because Lilith's attached to him. But it, it seemed to be more that it was telling Joe... Uh, exposing Joe to itself so that it it knew uh, about the Arancali so that Lilith would have an ally more than out of sort of a specific concern for Joe. That was the impression I got.
1: Yes, absolutely. I absolutely agree on that, yes. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, let's get to it and Mm -hmm. um, let's see what the chapter brings to us. Okay then. So, chapter 6 summary. um, We... Can feel that the Nikan appearing and there is like the surprise is palpable, right? Like um, Lilith feels that like she's scared because, um, you know she's thinking me like jo- if Joseph meets Nikan, he you know she feels like he would not um talk to her anymore. And this is from the book quoting: Why couldn't it stay out as it is, as it had said it would? There she had finally caught it in a lie she would not forgive it if that lie des- uh, destroyed Joseph's feelings for her. And this is uh, interesting, because like, oh, she she thought, she thinks she caught uh, Nikanj on a lie, but I think it's more of like, as we're saying, Nikanj's concern for, for Lilith here. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Although I think it, I think she may be technically correct, right? In, that it, in uh, all technicalities, everybody would wouldn't. be correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the... the um and carly seem to be quite fans of, uh, of that sort of literal thing right? like if it's if it's literally true then fine and yeah like you know lying by a mission and all the rest of it uh, but uh, yes yeah, so i think on, on the technicality that they they said they wouldn't come in unless she was like in, in danger or something yes. then yeah but then again
1: <laughs> but then again
0: she wasn't I mean, later, she's been trying to catch them doing anything that's even yeah. remotely dis- yeah. <laughs> well, even remotely specifically untrue so I can see why it would stick out
1: yeah <laughs> but it seems that for some reason Don Kali decided to show himself hmm. to, to Joseph and Lilith assures, trying to assure Joseph that he's not in jail won't be hurt but the moment Joseph saw Nikan she like he judged himself uh, to feet and tried to hide between the wall and the bed. What is it? Lilith demanded the non She stood face to Nikanj. Why are you here? Nikanj spoke. In, and Nikanj spoke in English. So that he could endure his fear now privately and be of help to you later. And mm. it's it's like... Okay, we get it. Like yeah, This is th- this is now getting serious. The, I, I think that conversation was like... Okay, the serious... Even though the book was saying... Oh, you know, people are getting restless, blah, blah. But it seems that there must have been a serious threat... That um, mm. her family felt that you know the Nikanj finally decided to appear.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a, there's definitely um, a discontent brewing in the the people. that have been woken up, um, and that's why Nikanj is here. And so, just like I wanted to point out in this exchange, that um, Lilith starts talking in Oankali, and then Nikanj swaps uh, and start, replies to her in English presumably for um uh, joe's benefit mm. and, it, and it's interesting that because there's a few times in this where lilith kind of tries to talk to nakanj in owankali and it ends up sort of excluding joe from the conversation a little bit on a couple of occasions um i think once deliberately kind of to, like avoid hurting joe's pride but as like from from um i don't know it seems like it might not be the smart thing to do on Love this path, doing that. I, I can see why, like instinctively, she might do it the first to. time. Yeah, but the like she's she's profoundly concerned that you know Joe's going to see her as being like alien and sort of too much of the the other, and yet she's kind of excluding him from the the conversation in that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it just struck me as an interesting little. It's it's a good device. point. It's
1: a good yeah. point because um I've. Yeah, it is visible that she spoke... But I think also Nikanj at some point go, speaks to her uh, in, in Onkali when she mm. jumps back to English. So I think it's more of like... um, Yeah, initially I think it was the Onkali surprise. Like, what, what is he doing here? Uh, whereas later on is, I think, yeah, as you said, sort of trying to protect yeah. Joseph's pride. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's definitely... It's, uh, it's, it's used a couple of times when... It, one or the other of them wants to kind of uh, discuss something like directly with the other one as it mm. were not and uh, not include joe i suppose like, initially here this is you know, it's a it's a sense of individual confrontation you know like what what are you doing here like go yeah, away yeah i don't want you interfering
1: you know like when yeah. parents come and interfere you know whatever you're doing and Especially as you're foreign and you speak to them in a foreign language, and they're just like, oh, his parents are here, especially in my case. <laughs> 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 happened before, many times. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing, guys? Leave us alone. That's <laughs> true, yeah. true. I agree uh-huh. on that. So at that point, Josephs asks Lilith if she knows the Onkali, and Lilith introduced the, uh, themse- them to each other. And Josephs admits he didn't believe her, even though she said the Onkali are real, and now he sees one in his own eyes and um, Nikanj comes in, sits down and Ben starts a conversation they're hungry, you know uh, Joseph tells, them, well actually the others might be but Nikanj tells them that those guys should wait and realize how helpless are they uh, They are without Lilith's um, uh, presence um, hmm. and continues with the, on this uh, thought, it's, it's, it says that it's crucial for Lilith to become a leader for them um, but Lilith is like, well it's not really a leader. It's actually more of a sacrificial goat uh, in reality, and you know, but Nikan's just is like, okay, well, technically, you know, it's in your power to make their lives easier because whether she helps them or not, their fate is sealed. and uh, you know, Nikan says, uh, profess for all of them to survive instead of just a number of them. Um also, in Onkali. Nikanj tells her that the humans are plotting against her and it wants her to survive. Lilith Mm. tells it that she knew that would happen, but you didn't tell me you would help them. Uh, She leaned against her table table platform, head down. I'm trying to live, she whispered. You know who I am. So, uh, there is... You know, although her actions seem to be like, oh, you know, sometimes she acts like a jailer, sometimes like, you know, she's with Onkali, sometimes she's against them, but like... She honestly just trying to survive.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's. I think she she does um, still feel somewhat you know, bitter about being forced into this role. So I think that's definitely uh, uh, still kind of wearing on her mind a little bit. But yeah, she is definitely still trying to survive. So it's, you know, I was just going to go back to a, a previous point. I'm just going to say that uh, when Joe was kind of like, you know, I, I didn't believe. I didn't really believe that you know we were we were kind of on an alien spaceship. There were aliens until he actually saw uh, Nick And as you say that, I, I, I could see that being a not unreasonable position.
1: No, absolutely. You know, like when we talked about it, like before, you know, what would be or how would we behave in such situation? We we took his approach. You know, as long uh, collect evidence, wait and see. Right. So mm. we would be skeptical until we are uh, you know given the evidence or mm. you know reality but with the assumption still going with the assumption that yeah it might be real but let's see right um let's continue playing alongside you know this whole situation
0: mm. yeah and uh, you know some some very concrete evidence has just like uh, presented itself to you in a surprising fashion yeah i mean <laughs> that was a
1: very concrete uh <laughs> evidence that <laughs> nobody else you wouldn't need any more uh, yeah. and to be honest
0: a uh, large four-armed alien uh, with tentacles yep. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep that is 100% what you were saying I believe you 100% everything what you say from now on <laughs> but I was going to yep. say back on you know Lilith being um, against being put on the position that she was mm. put in and to be honest I think everybody would be apprehensive against this situation and the problem is, in a situation like that, like, when you, you know, if you would be, like, waking up other humans and saying, you know, oh, we're an alien ship, we're trapped, we need to work together, blah, blah, blah. And and then you're like, okay, I, you know, explain to them the whole situation about the Onkali, you know, about the interbreeding, etc., cetera, the trade, and, you know. And you're like, and they're like, oh, okay, cool, right? Psycho? Mm. And you're like, listen, I don't know if, whether you care to believe me or not that's a fact and that's the end of the story I can imagine it, it not just being like tough but just exhausting like hmm. being in that oh, situation yeah, like you, you keep saying the same thing to those people and they're like oh, okay and they just start shuffling away from you and you're like whether you believe me or not this situation is a fact doesn't matter what hmm. your beliefs are opinions it means nothing in here this is what it is accept it, move on. And yet, people, you know, still fight her back, right? They they, they, they are in the, the denial. And it must Which be exhausting. Is human, right? You'd yeah, it's that. absolutely, it's expected, but it must be super exhausting to, oh, yeah. to her. Yeah,
0: that's... uh, uh Yeah, and I, I wouldn't want to play her role here. Yeah, so she, she's, she's an interesting protagonist, right? She's quite a different kind of um arc, you know, it, to many of the other and you know, she doesn't have kind of a conventional like um, hero um, you know like uh, answering the call to adventure kind of thing she's quite um,
1: she's refusing the adventure all this time even though she well, was yeah, technically giving the participant.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah she's, she's got but she's she's not at all happy about any of it really is she? okay. she's she's being disposed disp, um you know bestowed with these abilities but it's for this sort of sinister purpose that she's been kind of you know coerced into um uh, serving this function uh, for the Oankali. um and yeah she she's got kind of a very different um you know she's not sort of like uh, doing the, you know, the hero thing of kind of going out there and 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 uh, taking up the the burden as it were she's she's had the burden kind of st- stuck unwillingly on her and she's kind of trying to do her best with what she's got uh in this situation um and you know her um her awareness of it as well because we get back to that later like she's kind of very much aware that she's being picked because she has certain properties and she's she can't really do anything about all yeah. of this other than just sort of make the best of it and uh, yeah so I think it, she's she's quite a good um a uh, consequentialist hero right because she's kind of uh, she's uh you know having to do some stuff that might be a bit um you know that might get sort of uh you know require to act in a way that might necessarily always be the the most moral thing to do if you're taking like a um a deontological or a, or a virtue ethics perspective, right? Uh, no, absolutely, she's just absolutely. Trying to you know, get the kind of the the best outcome, right? She wants all these people to to survive, but is kind of confronting the fact that she they not all of them might. Um,
1: but that, um, that's the thing, right? Like, imagine being in a similar situation, right? Where there's an apocalypse uh, on the planet, right? And you're uh, thinking about yourself. There's a survival you of yours, or your family, right, your closest uh, ones, right, and you try your best to survive, but at the same time, anything that stands in the way of your survival is you either try to make sure that it doesn't stand in in your way anymore, or you just eliminate that danger, because, I mean, you know, that's, that's what drives all humans, right, eventually, the primal need to survive, right, to keep going, mm-hmm. right, so her... So far, I think when it comes to the moral choices she is okay like I mean she hasn't done anything that would put her in such a would put her sorry in the darks darker spectrum of the you know of the gray area I would say
0: yeah yeah I, I agree
1: but I feel like but later on in the chapter it actually goes well it, it just later on it just tells you know like actually. You know the situation is you know whatever it is if if she needs to protect herself she needs to fight and there's no other choice about this right
0: should mm. should we carry on and get to that as we go
1: yeah so basically joseph's at that point you know after talking now like that list wants to uh, lilith wants to live um says you know if if it's possible for Kai to clone them uh, by either taking their reproductive cells and grow human embryos in artificial wombs or maybe just recreate them from the, the kind of gene map print they use, right? Um, hmm. To just protect uh, Lilith just in case. Uh, and Nikan rep- responds to that. We can do that too. We have already done these things. We must do them to understand a new species better. We must compare them to normal human conception birth. We must compare the children we have made to those we took from Earth. We are very careful to avoid damaging new partner species, and that statement revolves, uh, revol- um, make Joseph revolves, but hmm. Nikanch tells them that they revere life, even though they have the cap- capability of to make humans, but the partner must be biologically interesting. Their personalities and cultures are important as well. That's why they try to save as many humans as possible.
0: Yeah, it's a, it a thing that Nikan says. He said, in a very real way, you have captured us.
1: Yeah, it's like you know, it's. I think it's, it's the way I imagine the trade, right? Being, it's like your first love in a way. You're like sort of starstruck, you know, like the first stages of love where you like, you know, infatuated in someone that like mm. you see them in the as the as they say that pink through the pink glasses like pink shaded glasses right you're like mm-hmm. everything about them they're like fantastic they're most beautiful blah 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 right and i think that must be something like that that sort of the wow they're like oh like the, you, you cannot just stop thinking about
0: them yeah it, it feels very biological from them as do so many things right um but the, the you get kind of an, an analogous thing in um like human contexts where like the incentives just line up so that something kind of inevitably happens like i mean uh, say take um i don't know the uh, like the exploitation of the rainforests in sumatra or whatever right you know, where we're still like cutting them all down to grow palm oil mm. and that's basically because a set of economic incentives just make that the thing that will make sense for people to do at the moment and there's kind of a collective action problem to actually stop doing that for the uh, broader benefit although the Owankale don't seem to have that many issues with collective action problems they're quite good at consensus yeah uh, yeah it's a weird yeah understanding the the motivation for the trade is definitely a bit of a a difficult one i think
1: i it's i think it's Near impossible for us to fully appreciate or understand that the, the meaning behind the trait, because one, it doesn't happen to us. Hmm. It's, that's the that's the thing. We don't need such thing, right? It's it's I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's, 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 it's
0: a, a well written well written Zeno mind trait. Yes, right? it's, it's. I uh,
1: think it's so Zeno that it's not. We're not really able to find such a similar trade i would say in hmm. in nature and on our world i can't think of any other species that would do such thing
0: yeah yeah the, the trade is i think your, your analogy works very well actually because of the, the, like the kind of first um, uh, infatuation thing because that uh, the trade seems kind of like you know, a species level sex for the oankali right they're, they're taking on a new Part of the species, so it seems like that would that would fit. Yeah, although the expression of interest in human culture—I mean, I can see individuals, sort of—but so far, I've not seen much effort from them to preserve human culture. Yeah, that's in true. Living form—that's
1: true because they completely wiped everything else. And hmm. I mean, I think they did say because I mean, they give some books to Lilith, but overall, the whole concept yeah, behind is just like, like you're gonna start from zero. Sorry, that's that's. The,
0: there's a big difference between like the artifacts of culture and the record of it and the living version, right? it's yes, like absolutely. Dead languages. Right? It's just having the the record doesn't really give you the the things. So if they want human culture, they need a group of people who actually have a shared culture to get that experience of human culture. No, absolutely, so absolutely. Yeah.
1: So I, I think it's more of um, yeah, it's this is like the thing about the Kali to say the what the 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 culture is and the personalities is what pulls them. But at the same time, I think it's only on the individual level, sort of. Yeah, this person is interesting, but the overall, you know, at the end of the day, they're just gonna be assimilated. Mm.
0: Yeah, and it, the the talk of, of human cultures and so on kind of got me thinking about like what exactly would have happened if the Owen Carly had shown up like before the war. Like, would how would this whole thing of like, they want to do their trade thing, but presumably they wouldn't want to like engage in a war to initiate the trade? I think they...
1: um, Richard. First of all, in the first case, I think they wouldn't show themselves up. Um, before the war in the first place. That, but we'll mm, skip that because they are, I, they wouldn't because the fact is that um, the idea they were observing humans for a while and uh, if I remember correctly. And the fact is that so many humans are not compatible with in general being like you know between other humans. So I cannot just see mm. um, this, uh, this, this fact. And also a lot of people would try to exploit them so but skipping that okay let's skip that that you know just the fact that like a lot of people, humans are scumbags um let's say that they would come in and you know say like oh actually we would like to trade with you and obviously everything oh materials results now like we actually want to uh, basically connect our species with your species right so a lot of scientists minds would basically be be like how can you mix you know <laughs> Completely different species that evolve in completely different manners, you know, together, and Mm -hmm. then they're like, "Actually, we can do it," and everybody would be like, "Oh my god!" Secondly, all the sort of uh, traditional, conservative sort of uh, groups would just also have their mind blown because be like, uh, (laughs) "No, obviously," Mm. and it it just to be honest it would be another kind of worms that would really spike things up spice things up like honestly i think Mm -hmm. like all the things about the race problems ethnic issue problems it would go to 100 even faster
0: yeah that's that's interesting just
1: imagine just imagine humans like children of the oncoming humans on the earth right there would be kids oh, yeah. in schools mm. like you're a mix, you know, a mixed breed and stuff like that, right? Mm. And it would take another <laughs> think- centuries before they would even ac- We would even accept them as equal to us, even though technically.
0: <clears throat> but as I just like traditionally, when there's an external force, we kind of pull together, right? So yeah, it would be interesting because like the specific nature of the. Um, of what the oncoli want right the kind of interbreeding thing it yeah it would, i think it's it, it might fail to have that kind of human unifying effect because it has that whole um and a sort of you know, interbreeding of groups thing that some people always seem to get upset about sort of baked into it So yeah, i could see it being divisive along uh, existing group lines as well as those new group lines uh, it might not just end up with like humans pulling together as humans against the aliens but just sewing further division
1: i think it depends how don Onkali would d- dress this whole conversation uh, up if they would be mm. like hello we're on Kali, you are uh, you will prepare yourself for assimilation that would unite everyone if on the other yeah. hand would be like oh hi we're on Kali, uh we would like to perform a trade uh, in our la- in your language, what we call trade, but in the reality is that we mix our genetic materials, we are very organic, blah blah blah, right? And that would spark a massive conversation around the world, mm. right? There would be so much, just everybody arguing with everyone, and it would probably cause a lot of division between people,
0: yeah, my money's on the the cult of the Owen right? Some, oh my like, God! Scientology-style organization that worships immediately. Worship immediately. <laughs> like,
1: well, to be honest, we need to like do a sort of like a thought uh, experiment at some point, like predicting what would happen on the world from like starting the from t t equal, uh, minus one. T-0 and then just like from that point it's like what's the situation how the groups and countries etc would react to uh, uh, this whole situation How our prediction of how how it would go but in reality Hmm. if they did show up eventually if it was like oh you know explain the trade and what the trade is there would be wars definitely there would be countries that would not want to people won't want to have anything to do with it and there'll be mm. people who'll be like, well, f- fuck it, you know, like, interesting. Like, if they, if we can, you know, if we can get something yeah, out of that's it. That's,
0: cause, uh, like we said last episode, right? Like, uh, long life and super strength and, like, extra cool senses. Like, I'm in. To so, be honest,
1: I can imagine on Kali yeah. uh, the way they were on Kali when, like, obviously... The- the technology right we were always talking about like mm-hmm. given technology but like the moment Don Kali would modify some humans to be stronger faster smarter right mm. those humans would very quickly overwhelm uh, the rest right with the prote- like it's, it's just like you know any strategic game or when you have different species the moment you give uh, some sort of advantage physical intellectual advantage to a group of People from a certain population, that group Mm. of that group of uh, will will gain a lot of strength very quickly, and number of people following them, and just general, it's gonna grow fast. Mm. So I think it would be it would split the world generally, physically and metaphysically.
0: Mm -hmm. But anyway, let's go back. Let's say get get off that hypothetical tangent. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) So let's recap so uh joseph asks us uh, you know if it's possible to protect lilith by cloning her or maybe creating some gene map but nikan says that actually we well, they do this but in reality they don't want to do this because it's it's the uniqueness individu- the, of the, individual of each individuals that actually that's what makes them so attractive hmm. although joseph thinks that the humans are kept you know in the plant prisons nikan actually tells him that the only thing that changes when they're in those plants is that they are healed from any diseases or injuries to ensure that they can survive going back to Earth. Those of and as the conversation appears, those of us who survive this room in the training room, and you can't refutes, no, those of you who survive, and you could have done this another way, basically, you no, know, it's it's, but Nikand refutes that they the, the try other methods, and this is actually the best for them as none of those uh, who kill or severely injured an, uh, another will set foot on earth so obviously this whole idea is that they tried many different ways right throughout just 250 years you know learning about humans you know what they who they are and then letting them sort of live together and then basically they found out that this doesn't work so they need to be in confinement to be mm. sort of brought into this because as they said they, they do not want anybody to become a dictator they didn't want any murderers or anybody who would try to harm the humans or Don Kali or both
0: yeah it does make you wonder what exactly are all the other things they've tried that they've settled on this is the method that works
1: yeah I, <laughs> I sat down when I was reading the you know making notes for this chapter and I was just thinking what other methods did they actually try you know, like there's one mm. thing confinement obviously Uh, there's one thing you know just showing yourself to the person and then you know but we know that some humans did commit suicide when they realized Mm. the fate right their fate and the fate of the earth so Mm. it's um yeah i would like to see actually what other methods did they try uh or maybe not Mm. i would not want to see just just hear about it
0: yeah i mean it does serve the certain kind of narrative conceit right they've happened to settle on this as being what they think is the best method it it may or not may or may not actually be and not going through the details of the other ones lets you kind of say this is what they think is best and not have to worry too much about it
1: let's see (laughs) how how successful this is by the end of Hmm. this section so this is the conversation where actually i found really interesting right so when Joseph asks uh, Nikanj if killing in self-defense is still acceptable to be, you know, uh, because they said no killing and anything to be, otherwise they will stay on the uh, on the ship forever. Um, and he asks this while looking at uh, Lilith. Nikanj tells him that she is an exempt. They give her an ab- abilities to protect herself. And to lead them, and it would be self-defeating for them not to give her a belief. to, to you know to be able to do that, to, to to lead people and to defend herself. And this is a point where you know when Lilith also tries to Nikansh exempt Joseph, but so that he can protect himself, but because he's the target because of her, but Nikanj cannot examine it because this exemption, as it's as it tells, to be able to kill and still go to Earth for Lilith. was a consensus between the Onkali. Hmm. So they really do put a lot on Lilith. Like the fact that the, the, it was categorical, no killing, because otherwise you're staying on the ship forever in the stasis or whatever. Yeah. Except for Lilith.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's an, another uh, sort of a burden placed on her, right? She's has the uh, the possibility of killing someone and not mm-hmm. suffering the consequences.
1: But that's the thing. Uh, that's interesting because mm-hmm. they... I think the Onkali, in a way, well, you can't, but mostly you can But I think Onkali know her so well that the, her character that mm-hmm. they sort of think they're almost certain that she will not do that. Otherwise, they wouldn't give yeah. her those abilities.
0: And I think we, we, we get on to that um, sort of realization in a little bit in this uh, section. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So just to to note that like the possibility that she might have to kill someone is kind of raised by this. Uh, it's a, kind of a you know, all the stakes are being ratcheted up by yeah. these possibilities.
1: Well, a lot of people, when they're giving a choice, their lives or somebody else's life, right? If they're being, if they're trying to protect themselves, a lot of people stand up to that, right? To that sort of responsibility, I would say. So I don't know. Let's see. So in this conversation, obviously, Lilith is then trying to convince that maybe if they cannot exempt him give him better regeneration to be able to protect himself and increase his survivability. Uh, in that case and those conversations happening it was actually they're all speaking on Kali between each other so Joseph gets angry so Nikanji explains to him that she wants to protect him and you know, Lilith interjects that even though they can't exempt him from you know being able to kill and still go to earth she wants to give him regenerative powers and even though Jay thinks he can handle protecting himself. <laughs> Lilith just shuts him down and says that's not possible. That's really yeah, funny. It's like, it's like, be, realistic. Yeah, be realistic.
0: It's not going <laughs> to happen. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and I think, yeah, whilst, I mean, he, he has a little bit of the kind of, like, you know, I could, I could look out for myself. But he's, you know, he's a realist. He's like, mm, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if the mob gangs up on me, then. Yeah, uh, it's not going to happen. Um, and I think that's because uh, Lilith, you know, she she asks Nakanish to do this to to joe without like asking joe about it first um and uh, he doesn't end up seeing overly bothered about that like um yeah it does it's it, it seems like a bit of an imposition right and, uh, even if it's in his interest it seems like uh it would make sense for for earth to have at least been like you know, are you okay with me asking them to genetically engineer you
1: yeah it seems like he's like so. eh, well you know you, she has super strength regeneration. I might as well have regeneration. I no, don't mind. So yeah, this is where you yeah. know. I, mean, I think
0: yeah. So he's he's a, a, a pragmatist in his thinking. So I, th- I think he doesn't actually like. He'd be like if he thought it was a a good idea to get this and it was a, an option, then he'd probably be you know okay with it. And uh, yeah, it seems like she's kind of making that presumption quite. Uh, Quite early but then yeah she does she cares about him she wants to protect him right? but
1: the thing is he does ask questions right so here it goes like oh yeah can uh, tells tell uh, to show uh, him her hand and you know as she shows like then her knuckles were up you know, to the five they showed they were completely healed and when joseph mm-hmm. asks is like is that it and she was like actually she's stronger and she can control the interior walls and suspended animation plans and this is where he faces Nikan. is like how did you do this and Nikan responds. For the walls, I altered her body chemistry slightly. For the strength, I gave her more efficient use of what she already has. She should have been stronger. Her ancestors were stronger. Her non-human ancestors, in particular. I helped her fulfill her potential. And when asked how, um, Nikaun sh- uh, asks just a like, How do you move your fingers around? It's just an ability similar to for breathing. Tonkali, they just do it. I can he- uh, help them do anything their bodies are capable of doing i made bio-me- biochemical changes that cause her regular exercise to be much more effective than they would be otherwise there is also slight genetic change i haven't added or subtracted anything but i have brought out latent ability she's as strong as f- and fast as her nearest animal ancestors were and this is i think very interesting because it gives us more hmm. insight on what the abilities of you know the oncalies are right. What what they did, and I think I suspect what in terms of the regeneration, I think is that the, her stem cells are more um, responsive, so they they replicate more uh, faster. They differentiate fast, differentiate faster to sort of fill up the missing cells in the body in case she loses some, right? Like in terms of red blood cells, platelets, and everything, right? That that's, that's I, I think that's mm-hmm. a, that's what regeneration is, and especially bone, right? If you break your bone. As older you get, um, you know the osteoblast, the cell, the bone, the bone cells basically are quite slow to respond because there's not that many in that them of them in the mm-hmm. bone. Um, also, the process of remodeling of bone is like very long. It takes around four to six weeks uh, in a healthy body. So. It must be that the, basically the processes of of those such processes are just sped up, right? They they must be more efficient, made more efficient, or at least hmm. they there's more of cells, I would say, in her body.
0: Although I just to get all um, biology nerdy mm. for a bit, which is I think this is fine. perfect
1: time it's, for it because the they finally yeah. give us some <laughs> biology to talk about.
0: Yeah, we've got some <laughs> new biology to to get into, but so the 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 challenge uh, I think with uh, so the, the, I think of it as an, as an information problem in a lot in regenerative medicine there's a lot of this um, kind of we, we always think that we can take something and um, you know, like revert it to a stem state and then like redifferentiate it to normal adult differentiated tissue mm. but like the, the process that determined what those adult cells would be is, the developmental process right and there's not necessarily all of the cues still present in the um, adult tissue environment to get you back to that cell state as it were so, sure, like, so, you, sure. so i think it's still we still don't know well enough whether or not if, if you take something you know sort of out of differentiation up to this like multipotent pluripotent stem cell state where it can become some other tissue how to get it back to the adult tissue state and, and like the, the degree to which that will happen correctly just in a normal tissue environment because uh, yeah it doesn't have the, the developmental process to push it in the right yeah, direction
1: yeah the cues are missing there yeah. during especially mm. you know because this is very interesting because you know during the embryo uh, embryogenesis when you know all the like for example all our limbs form right so all the organs starting to mm. form it's all biochemical cues, right? The cells that are replicating the, the pluripotent stem cells. Like like some of them are starting to release the special uh, special cues, these chemicals that, you know, start to attract those cells around the vicinity. It's more of like a gradient basically forming in our bodies.
0: Yeah. There's all these like overlapping gradients of chemicals, so that like, you know, at a particular position in in like you know, this concentration of this chemical, that concentration of that chemical means this cell type, right? So you there's this kind of patterning that, that the cells can perceive from their environment, and that pattern no longer exists in the exactly, adult exactly
1: exactly body. So I mm. suspect that um, I mean it would be very difficult uh, if we really went into biology on this one. Um, I feel that we would spend here like hypothesizing quite a long time, but I suspect what mm. happens is is that the stem cells um, at least at least uh, the stem cells in her body are m- brought more into the state they were when she was in maybe in embryo or maybe a bit later when she was a young child because as we know, children heal very fast. that's simply because their <laughs> the state of their cells stem cells is so fresh, I would say that um, it allows for that quick, Swift response and regeneration that you know it involves everything yeah, yeah. epigenetics, the telomere lengths, the you know the, all the biochemistry behind it. All of that you know is all you know just freshly you know go. It's a fresh a fresh system. So I suspect mm-hmm. if anything, it's just sort of it it sort of reaches that sort of level at least. Yeah,
0: I I bring it up because it's a a quibble, like it's a pet peeve of mine. Oh yes, that, that everyone in kind of the regenerative medicine field has this like. Uh, what I think is an overly rosy view of, of that approach, right? You know, we'll 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 rejuvenate it, and then we'll let it redifferentiate into the yeah the final thing. Like you haven't quite thought through the how it's going to get there, bit.
1: See, this is the thing, like you mm. know, with the regenerative medicine. I mean, we are doing quite a lot of progress in this field, but realistically, mm. um, it's still far far off. Because you know, when Yamanaka and here. Uh, um, which we've talked about before can uh, mm. the sort of factors to bring cells to into a, in, to induce the pluripotency you know that open a sort of a door to a maze a maze mm. that is the that are the biochemical signaling pathways right that basically you know the, our understanding of cell cell biology cell biochemistry was very limited and it's 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 incredible that you know nowadays you know my PhD was about regeneration of bone tissue right and we use you know things like using stem cells from bone marrow uh, and differentiating them with vitamin D vitamin C right that was stimulating the respective signaling pathways but the more now when I'm um, reading about um, Crohn's disease, this is my current pr- uh, project now, um, I'm learning more about like the how the effects of um, uh, cytokines, the immune system cytokines have on certain cells. And a lot of uh, effect has on the adipose tissue, right? So the fat tissue. And how does it connect? Well, it connects in the fact that actually... Because of Crohn's disease, of the immune system, right, um, over excitation, I would say, in the release of cytokines, the cytokines, it causes this over, uh, like overstimulation of the surrounding cells. So a lot of things happen, mm. like the adipose tissue gets overexcited, like it's almost similar to a person who is overly obese, um, that the mm. tissue re- re- reacts like in this very similar uh, uh, manner. Also
0: Yeah, a kind of inflammatory phenotype. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, but also it's it, the, the, the phenotype of cells, even though like there's still a balance, let's say of somebody is skinny and they don't have much adipose tissue, the adipose tissue acts as if the person was weighing 200-300 kilograms. That's the sort of mm-hmm. change. But what I'm actually aiming towards here is that actually um at some point of the Crohn's diseases, there's a fibrosis taking place. Fibrosis is basically forming of a scar tissue, as if you cut yourself in a scarf tissue can form right this happens on your intestines it's Mm. dangerous because it can close the intestine but what happens is that nobody really understands why how it happens right and this is my sort of um, hypothesis you know I'm trying to work this is my project and my hypothesis is that Mm. actually a lot of things happen all those cytokines stimulate the cells and normal cells like you know gut cells that are epithelial cells so just the gut, gut lining cells actually change their type into mesenchymal cells so they become fibroblast like and fibroblasts are almost like stem cells they basically you know they lay down cell matrix they're sort of they're sort of like the silent sort of tired stem cells I would say Hmm. I would describe them as such Mm -hmm. right so in learning about Crohn's disease which is completely unrelated to regenerative medicine I've actually started to get more insight into um, the fact of um, the signaling pathways in, you know, like in regenerative medicine. And also, mm-hmm. the reason why I mentioned the uh, fat tissue is because actually the adipose tissue, a lot of uh, cytokines that are very important for our function. People don't realize, but fat tissue is very important just for now of normal function. Cytokines released by adipocytes oh, yeah. are actually now very crucial for development and, and for certain signaling pathways that are involved in regeneration so those pathways it's
0: a major like hormone secreting organ yes absolutely and those
1: like like those main signaling pathways are stimulated in you know stimulating also stem cells in the intestine Mm. right so um, those pathways are very similar to you know like to what stem cells are doing so our understanding right it's not just like you know when project like when you're giving project size obviously we try to limit down the variables right because it's too difficult otherwise to understand the systems we're working on but mm. what i'm trying to say is here convey the message is that whatever we do right the understanding of one system it often is very too too narrow and i remember mm. uh, i think um I don't know if you remember Richard if you were there back in Southampton when we were talking there was a paper no it you weren't were you there about the paper that um um John was introducing about the like the uh, it was a very comprehensive study about all the sort of like instead of focusing on one thing it was like looking at the very different angles and how how they affect. You know, differently. You know, like the spatial, uh, spatial uh, distribution, the cytokines. They know all this, all those different things, and basically, I don't recall. Well, basically, the the study, mm. the paper that was um, released, was t- talked about. You know, how limited we are in our understanding of regeneration, and they did a study, sort mm. of like a comprehensive study on um, looking into, first of all, stimulating the cells the origin of the Mm. cells, the 3D uh, deposition of the cells in tissue, right? The access to Mm. certain cytokines, certain growth factors, certain, you know, all of those factors that, you know, obviously we realize, yes, obviously they're going to affect, right? But how do they affect? Mm. That's the question.
0: Yeah, it's a huge number of of variables, and uh, a lot of them are quite difficult to measure, and they can have complicated interactions between them. So it's. uh... It's a tricky tricky uh, problem to study. Yeah,
1: and this is why I think is mm-hmm. like when I said this project, uh, this idea of like what the regeneration and super strength in Lilith' case and works like, I think you no, know, in the very big basic stuff, right? Just a very simplistic, uh, simplistic way of thinking is that they they can't regener- regenerate, her uh, rejuvenated, rejuvenated her uh, stem cells. Mm. And that was, it's already quite a big step already for an adult uh, human to, you know, for their health, right? Because they're they're like the basis of our, you know, our lives. Like we need those replenishment of the cells, of our body cells to ensure that we are continuing to live, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that's at least that step. Um, I agree. I would say also maybe being a bit more sensitive to some growth factors. Though that would be a bit too complicated hmm. to, I would say, to, to, to balance all those systems that are already in a quite fine balance, right? If you change yeah, one Yeah, so it's
0: an interesting um, thing that, because it, I think Nakan says something like he'd he neither added nor subtracted anything, and yet talks about some genetic changes, which didn't quite add up to me. Um, yes, yes. Um, it doesn't really, yeah. Adding or subtracting something if you're making genetic changes, but uh, I think the one way of maybe interpreting it was that uh, it had not like made any changes to like protein coding type genes, right? It had not added another. Um,
1: I think I I think I agree here. Like He unit. must have not added any extra genes or anything. Maybe it' more like yeah. in what you're doing in epigenetics. Basically, he maybe has awakened some of the genes uh, that were you know. Silence. Although it is,
0: it he he was saying it's a a genetic change. So I think. So I mean, the genome is comprised. uh, To go back to the the big picture on it, like we've got this relatively small collection of protein coding genes, right? It's one percent of our genome. They're quite constant, right? Yeah, uh, one or so percent of the genome, and those are remarkably shared between us and many even relatively distant things right and there's a whole what's that statistic like 50 percent of the genes are in common with bananas or something mm-hmm. right and, uh or 50 of the sequence similarity right so we the the building blocks for actually doing most of the things that we do biochemically are pretty constant across many different forms of life but it's the the pattern and combinations in which those are used, which are controlled by the regulatory components of the genome, the, the stuff that controls, you know, the, the sequencing and how much and when and in response to what and all that kind of stuff that, that sits outside of the core gene sequences that um, actually makes most of the differences in the way that um, like multicellular organisms end up uh, you know, actually like developing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think, uh, might be the distinction, right? So maybe, uh, Nikanji is making some changes to those regulatory regions to change the way that, uh, Lerth's muscle genes are being expressed and not maybe tweaking the, like, the actual protein sequences.
1: I think that probably is that because if it's like, I, don't, I can't imagine them modifying protein or protein structures because there's so many, like, for all our listeners, there are a lot of proteins, they have sort of like, conserved sequences within them. Some these are very conserved, some genes, cons- uh, some proteins, sorry, have um very conserved structures, some of them have very conserved e- domains, we call them domains, but basically pieces of them that are very conserved between species, a lot of species, in, mm-hmm. goes through yeast to bacteria, you know, all of these, like, sequences are very they follow up from you know bacteria to more multicellular organisms to you know very complex organisms um, mm-hmm. so i cannot imagine Nikanj doing any changes to those things because that would really could mess up things um, we already know that single, even uh, going back to my new background, you know, doing Crohn's disease, a lot of things that happen in Crohn's disease is just because a single nucleotide change in a um, in a gene, right? And it doesn't have to even be a nucleotide in gene; it could be in the intron region, which is doesn't code for the protein, or any in the promoter or exon uh, or the uh, enhancer regions, right? And it already can influence the gene's expression behavior it it's incredible that the tiny little change just one nucleotide that would you think oh it's a piece of garbage dna that's in between the genes it doesn't matter it matters a lot apparently
0: yeah sometimes it's uh, it's one of those like uh, you know we all have quite a substantial number of individual mutations yes. in our yes. genome um and yeah they, they happen to fall in spots that are not going to be a serious problem um, or we wouldn't be here. But there are, you know, there are critical locations where you make one seemingly minor change, and like it can one difference in three point two billion or so base pairs, and everything stops.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible yeah. how those accumulations of those mutations can really. So I cannot really imagine Nikanj doing this. It it would too much, it could cause a lot of chaos in the body. So I think it's more of like awakening some genes from the, for example, epigenetic silencing or stuff like that or silencing some genes that are only affecting ex- uh, the later stages of you know, being as being adult. And awakening mm. and making, reju- rejuvenating the stem cells.
0: I don't know though that, like there's not a straightforward sort of a priori way to know what change is going to be neutral and what change is going to be problem yeah I'm- because we don't understand how all of the systems work so we can't and and they have incredibly complex interactions with one another and it's a kind of it's a chaotic system in in the sense of very small perturbations can have very large effects because uh, there's a bunch of feedback loops in the middle which means it's it's uh, very difficult to predict what what your changes will what effects your changes will have um, I, the, I, I don't think modifying stuff that's kind of outside the protein coding sequence necessarily helps you.
1: Well, I would say sort of like <laughs> I, I imagine this this way. Correct me if you're if my thinking about this is wrong because I might be coming wrong. But I just imagine him doing something like this, comparing like learning about the humans because right? he's an Uloy, so he needs to uh, he needs to mm. understand the the biology of the the genetics of the humans looking at the child versus an adult, you could compare, right, where specifically those regions of areas that were like, oh, in adults, this is less um, or more uh, modified, epigenetically modified versus the child. So maybe Mm -hmm. this could be the areas that, you know, um, work. And I would say that probably the oncology have tested this stuff before, yeah. So yeah. I guess it would already know which regions, sort of which things can be attached or cannot, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So with um with the uh, the perceptual abilities that the um, Uloi seem to have, and they may well, I suppose, be able to, to reason about some of the stuff in ways that uh, we would find difficult. But yeah, I'd also think you know I get the distinct impression there's some funky looking embryos in a plant jar somewhere from the Yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> I can imagine that like
0: the test runs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can imagine things going very awry uh as they say. Hmm. It'd be really like sort of like the uh if you see like the, the evil scientist lair when you have the jars of things floating them, mm-hmm. yeah I can imagine that'd be happening.
0: <laughs> yeah. so How exactly did they get good at this? Uh, i mean it's the only way to get
1: good at it is just trial and error so that's Mm. that's the only way to do it but hey it's it is what it is right you know Uh, and this yes
0: so don't think too hard about the errors
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) but the other thing i wanted to talk about was the super strength right because Mm. nikan says that it made her as strong as her non-human ancestors obviously apes we're talking about apes in here um so i suspect this is why i was reading more read about like the muscle structure how the muscle fibers are and what could be the um effect of the what he did right it did Mm -hmm. and i think what happened is that is her super strength is based on more efficient myosin actin interaction. So this is what happens in the muscle for everyone who's listening. Is that the myosin there's two fibers in our muscles, right? The mu- muscles are made of just millions of those sort of fibers. And there's this actin is like a cytoskeleton, it's a skeleton, right? It's like imagine a long, long uh string of fiber, and then there's like the myosin is like a hook. I would say that just grabs into a, a actin and pulls on it. So I think what happens in um, in what happened in um, Lilith's case is that her the myosin pulls on the actin fiber stronger and faster compared to normal cases. So in compared to um, um, like athletes and people who go to gym often right their muscles are big Mm. because the density of the fibers is higher and the amount of atp Mm -hmm. the energy used for the by myosin to to pull on those actin fibers in their muscles is much more they have a higher turnover of atp so i think this is what happens in um lilith case that it's just because her body is more produces uses more atp but it uses a more efficient mm. way and there's a better supply of the ATP and the myosin maybe, because if I remember, myosin has to do like several steps um, of like attachments, yeah, then ATP goes in and then it pulls and then like the ATP dissociates and ATP another other binds so that it can move up to change to the position in original position. Maybe that
0: process had... Yeah, to- you've got this like little... Ratchetly thing you know it's kind of sort of pulling the fibers yeah so i thing,
1: think that so. my what might be actually happening is that uh, her process is much faster right that the, or the ha- more myosin in there that pulling on the same fiber acting fibers right um in the same time in the same time right there's more everything more of it in higher density and
0: yeah i don't know enough like um uh, comparative microanatomy i don't know what would be the right term but like because you know chimps and and um, orangs and you know a couple of our other like close relatives they have crazy strength oh yes right? absolutely you know, like but i mean they're, they're pretty skinny looking a lot of them but they're incredibly strong um i you know like you know, if, you, if you i think there's, there's probably some great videos of like orangutans just like undoing bolts. um you know, you see some human come along and, like, bolt some down with a massive pneumatic, like, locking drill thing, and the ranger just come along, just, like, <laughs> undo it with the fingers. Like, right, they're super strong. Um, but I don't know whether or not that's actually down to this kind of, um, like, uh, increased myosin... Efficiency or density, but yeah, I'd be uh, I I would I wouldn't be at all surprised if it was something similar.
1: I guess. Well, to be honest, I have no idea what the um, difference between mm. the muscle fiber, muscle fibers, and density of the fibers is between humans and chimpanzees, for example, our closest mm. uh, um, um, ancestors. But no. Uh, Living living cousins. cousins, Yes, that's what I was looking for. Um, Mm. But the fact is that you know, as you said, Richard, you look at pictures of the chimpanzees. They're like they're ripped, right? Let's not be honest. Like running Mm. around the trees, being able to pull your whole body weight right on one arm. um, It's and you do it all the time, right? So eventually, obviously, Mm. you will build up. You know, if you do something often enough, you build up the strength to you know to get used to it, right? It is to this.
0: yeah, and I thought it was a, it was a good touch that um, Lilith kind of needed to exercise in order to get this a- additional ability, right? Because that that would you know if you made some genetic change, you'd need to stimulate, to stimulate yes. some some muscle growth to actually get the new stuff like integrated into so your your muscle. I think
1: that's so the so other thing that Nikanj did is that it stimulated, it stimulated the cells in her muscles to uh, branch out more and produce mm. more like stronger mm. fibers and more dense fibers and I think that's what you're saying is like the exercise gives her a higher um, benefit compared to normal circumstances right because I mean generally mm. uh, between men male and females right and, um, is that men have higher muscle density just in general because mm. just the nature just gave us more mu- muscle density and it's easier for us to build up muscle whereas for women it's more fat tissue but if she was given um, the same or even higher efficiency, I mean, I think she was given higher efficiency, like obviously because it's compared mm-hmm. to the, our nearest animal ancestors, that it must be something in those similar lines. That basically her body is producing those necessary cells and those connections much faster.
0: Yes, yeah. Perhaps we've done enough of a <laughs> biology tangent. I mean, <laughs> it's it's been
1: a while since we had any sort of biology conversation, so yes. which is yeah, it
0: was like. A- Good solid biology yeah. uh, conversation. It was. So. I
1: was looking forward to this. It was really <laughs> nice when they actually made. I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is cool. This is something that we can actually have a proper insightful, Excuse me, conversation.
0: Get our teeth into.
1: So let's go back. So, so this we this went up to that what Nikan. This conversation was let was let because Nikan said that it what it did modification or the modification to his body, and this is. And, assured, and after that, Nikanj assured them that the changes are not hereditary because it only modified the body cells and not the reproductive cells. So, this is where Joseph actually asked Nikanj if he could clone Lilith, but Nikanj said he won't. And at that point, just a very awkward silence takes over. But finally, Lilith asks if Joseph wants to go to join the others, even though she doesn't want it but fears he will. But as you know, Joseph goes as if she could have prevented what was done to her, but, you know, it was not her choice, right? So, and finally, after some pondering, I guess, Nikanj agrees that he, it will give Joseph the ability to heal faster and even from injuries that might kill him. And the changes will not be permanent uh, after, jo- you know, have Joseph asked, you know, if it's um, permanent, but it... it Nick Andrew will change back if he only wants but the only side effect is psychological and this is where actually this um, interaction confused me because um, it initially hmm. right so because it said you know like the only changes are psychological and Joseph was like huh? psychological what do you mean oh okay I see right but basically what it meant is yeah. that if one of the if odd somebody else then Lily had those abilities and the correct, not a correct mindset, a lot of bad things would happen, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, because he has this kind of like realization mid thought, why they don't want to give him the the super strength, as a, and they're just willing to give him the the healing, and it's because they're concerned that he might abuse the power. I mean, and yet they've given this to if l- you're having super so strength and regeneration,
1: even if. A lot of people bounce on you right the speed Mm. of your regeneration and the strength you have you can you could probably easily overwhelm several people right and even Mm. if you were you know hurt you still come out of it no pretty unsight like pretty unscathed so it's yeah
0: yep it's the sort of thing that could definitely go to someone's head
1: yeah so i see you know i understood this point when i reread the chapter again because i was like what do you mean and then it's like oh i see gotcha
0: hmm. yeah yeah i think it uh, uh, i wasn't quite sure exactly what the content of the realization uh, that joe has kind of out of our ability to see it uh the first time around either but yeah but it it, uh, it makes sense and it, it follows on with the conversation that, that he has with lilith subsequently kind of like uh he, he has the realization of sort of why they've chosen lilith yeah um, and it's because she won't abuse this this position of power, and uh, you know he, he sort of he tells her that, um, and she's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, this is, this, <laughs> this. You think I haven't Yeah, noticed? this is like the whole
1: con, like the you know, it's like, do you see? Do you understand why they choose you, someone who desperately doesn't want the responsibility, who doesn't want to be led, no, who's a woman, right? And he's like, well, duh, obviously I realised. Yeah. know, Like, come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think uh, yeah, Joe kind of uh, catches himself like uh, um, condescending slightly to Lilith and then like immediately kind of uh, yeah. I think it's just because he's he's only just realised it for himself, and is explaining it. Um, uh, to her and she's like yeah figure that out
1: but it is interesting it's interesting that like oh she does realize that and still doesn't act mm-hmm. upon it it's she is the sort of true cho- good choice uh that oncari made
0: mm-hmm. yeah and and he's uh, also and again quite quick on the uptake he's like yeah hmm, I, I, it, it doesn't help that you yeah. know right so it make it makes it makes sense that uh, you figured this out and <laughs> it, you're still doing it because there's nothing you can really do yeah, about exactly. it exactly <laughs> so, so. yeah
1: so this is mm. yeah this is why i like it, i i think i'm a bit slower than joseph it seems but yeah maybe i have not such mindset to be like oh actually you could overwhelm someone but then i'll probably do it so subconsciously and be like oh that's why
0: yeah so maybe this is what they meant by what was it like uh, soft by quite deadly he seems to have quite good um uh, what you might call it political instincts right good instincts yeah. for uh,
1: insightful his uh, implications he's of Insightful power. i would say he's very insightful mm. um and mm. that's prob- probably why um lilith likes him
0: yeah yeah i think uh it's like she's um she's very sharp and and he's quite quick too so it's uh, uh she's she's got someone else who's kind of on her yeah. level uh.
1: nice choice <laughs> mm. <laughs> so after this whole conversation, you know, Nikanj still asks uh, Joseph if he wants to do those changes and tell him what will happen. You know, he'll be asleep, but there won't be any surgery. Nikanj will just touch him at the base of the neck and just use its and J- Joseph's body substances to the necessary modification.
0: Did, to be honest, I think he was hoping for the surgery over. <laughs> yeah, this.
1: and this is like. Uh, although I would say I would prefer not to have any surgery because, I mean, you know. I, but anyway, that's my preference.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a familiar concept, yes, right? Yes. Whereas alien inducing your body to make changes to itself with
1: who knows what chemicals yeah. and stuff
0: is kind of I can see how that would gross you out.
1: Uh yeah, and this is the thing, like Joseph says that he doesn't think he can allow Nikanish to touch him. And Liv says it took her hmm. days before she was able to touch and on the Kali. Uh, but Mm-hmm. Nikanj explains that the, the sensor uh, they explain that what the sensory arms are and Nikanj asks Lilith in on Kali if a demonstration would help, but Lilith refuses because she wants to deal with it her way. But Nikanj does it in any way, she just like he, like it attacks her by wrapping the arm around the neck, to which like Lilith's like, oh well, fucking you know, just like I'm cool <laughs> with it. But because you know, she's just it but to her surprise, like after a moment, Joseph goes and touches the arm and to which Nikand wraps the arm around, you know, around his wrist and then puts him to sleep. Puts Joseph to sleep. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a, a, an interesting little interaction there. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it's odd because it, it, she she doesn't want to like demonstrate the, this this process of of like you know being held by the Kali And then Nikand well, just I'm like do it anyway. Yeah. Grabs her. Yeah, that's uh, it, it. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't seem like that would be at all reassuring. <laughs> to like to look at that because i mean he's, he's taken her by surprise or, or seemingly but still she doesn't um, react so, because
1: uh, it happened uh, several times to her right but imagine being yeah, a like mm. a witness of this and it'd be like suddenly an alien just grabs a tentacle around your neck uh, your you know person who you, you know sort of we re- are with relationship yeah. with and their neck i'll hmm. freak out to say at least, I would yeah. be like.
0: Hmm. No, I, I suppose that Lilith was like quick to, to reassure him, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah. This this is just what he's going to want to or what he's going to want to do to you. Um, it's okay. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's it, an interesting thing with um, uh, Joe's willingness to touch um, Nikanj so quickly, mm-hmm. and and uh, and Nikanj had this whole sort of. Um, a bit about like you're going to to need to have like at least enough self-control yeah. to be able to touch yep. me at some point and i don't know, know i i saw the trailer for the dune film i noticed um, you wrote notes
1: in about dune in the hour notes and i just want to say i'm yeah. reading dune right now and you're spoiling me
0: ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah okay well the you 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 didn't you you posted the trailer to me right
1: okay so so the
0: trailer contains the gom jabbar yes, yes. yes moment where he puts his hand in the box that is pain yes. and is like under threat of death and it's like the test of whether or not you're a human if you could withstand the pain um and uh like survive it for the um in order that you can live yes right so I think that's the uh, the analogy I was drawing is that this is kind of a a Jabbar moment, right? He's to got touch to the, yeah. put up with you know, uses his, his uh, will to will himself to touch, um, uh, Nakaj in order to survive. Mm.
1: <laughs> to be honest, I am I've, I'm past this moment already, so I know what, what what this was. But like, I'm really enjoying June by the way. Anybody who hasn't read June by Frank Herbert, really, really. Yeah, good it's it's a,
0: it's a good book. Um, I, I won't uh, say anything spoilery, but yeah, it's it's a well. Uh, well I would written, say it's narrative.
1: probably a grandfather yeah. for all the science fiction, to be honest, like the modern science fiction.
0: I mean, it, it's a very kind of um, conventionally epic narrative. That's, right? what, I mean. a, That's a, what I mean. That's what I mean. A big grand scope. Um, I mean,
1: obviously, like so like no, now we're reading Dawn uh, from Octavia Butler, but like when it comes to the epic sort of science fiction stuff right you know there's a hero hmm. pure hero you know it tries blah blah i would say june is like sort of the protoplast of like star wars and similar
0: oh yeah yeah and it has a bit more of that um it's kind of it's almost more like fantasy than it is like science fiction because it, i mean it has a a few sort of technologically relevant components here and there like the particular aspects of the setting but those can almost be swapped out magic. for yeah. for magic in a fantasy yeah, yeah. setting right so it's it's not like hard science yeah. fiction but it is like epic science fiction
1: yeah. but no, anyway we are talking about yeah. dawn uh, from Xenogenesis hmm. trilogy so let's go back to it
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm
1: uh, yeah so at? in the notes uh, yes it was also noted by in the book that uh, by Nikanj that Joze- Joseph was the fastest human to actually do a to touch a non-kali voluntarily so which is interesting it seems that he's a very daring human be- a human being
0: yeah a very again like calm and level-headed and collected and pretty logical Yeah. Uh...
1: so it goes in the mm. co- after Joe falls unconscious Lilith uh, in anger asks why Nikanish couldn't Leave him alone, but Nikash tells us that no one ever done what Je- you know Joseph did, like consciously touching on Kali from their own will and so quickly. And he also had mm-hmm. two males talking about Joseph that they don't like. One, the fact that uh, he supports Lilith, and they call mm-hmm. him a faggot, even though he wasn't one. You know, after uh, Lilith explained to him what it was, he you know. <laughs> And he's like, well, he's not right, uh, but co- I kind of
0: <laughs> yeah, Nikanj really doesn't get <laughs> so this. So <laughs> he's like,
1: uh, okay, the cultural concept is a bit like it went woof over, wish over Nikanj's uh, head, but we get what yeah. what it meant, you know, like, and the fact that one of them said they didn't like the shape of his eyes, right? It's like, oh, okay, that that basically is like, you know, they're trying to belittle him, yay. basically. yay
0: you know, and- racists and homophobes. Yeah,
1: basically, you no. Know, <laughs> 1950s, 60s. Yeah! Um, so, but, Nick, you know, Nikash tells her that because he is Lilith's mate, I mean, Joseph is Lilith's mate, he needs all the protection he can get. So, And Lilith needs to lead them. And, you know, Lilith was scared of them. You know, how, of this. How could she become the leader of people who saw her as a their jailer? You know, leaders need to be trusted. But in her opinion, all she did was to make them question her humanity. As Lilith was thinking all this thing on the floor, suddenly she gets startled by hearing Nikan speaking through both itself and Joseph. How freaky has it to be? Has it, it has to be like yeah. something connecting only two people, just talking to you? Same thing.
0: Yeah. So the it's a, apparently this like brain link thing, this connection that Nikanj can have with the person who he's wrapped his tentacle around, can just like turn them into a puppet. So Joseph is just now like talking with Nikanj's voice simultaneously with Nikanj. So that's <laughs> I just that's I, not at yeah, all creepy. I mean,
1: it's creepy but at the same time if I had this power, <laughs> right, I would abuse it so much. Like just just for a comedic <laughs> relief basically. Like just just messing around with people. Just I, I just find it hilarious and horrifying at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh...
1: uh but to be honest, it did like startle Lilith and she's like, "Stop doing that because this is you know this is not good. This is not okay." Um, but yeah. surprisingly, it took quite quickly for Nikan to change to change Jay, and it's just like the fact you know, um, it took so quickly. I it took me by surprise as well because like, oh yeah, I did changed him. It's like, oh okay. Um, but then you know.
0: Well, I mean, he is kind of uh, he's sort of lying down with it for an extended period of time. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how much is the kind of a. An ongoing process while um, Nikan just is, is holding on to well, it.
1: Well, they didn't specify, but it felt quite quickly while you know, Lilith was thinking all mm. the stuff we just said. Um, mm. But at some point, this is where the chapter really twisted and surprised me. Like, a lot of things surprised mm-hmm. me, and I was expecting those things to happen, but wow. So, as they were lying, Nikan goes, why should you be down there by yourself, you know, um, to, 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 to Lilith? And, uh, and this is what Lilith describes in her, the book describes her thoughts like. She thought there was, could be nothing more seductive than an Uloy speaking that particular tone, making that particular suggestion. And the chapter ends, this, this whole chapter ends with Lilith sort of hesitating Although, she did not want to pretend that she'd not, she wanted to resist Nikanj's invitation, because Nikanj could give her intimacy with Joseph that was beyond ordinary human experience. And also what it gave, it also experienced it. So, in the book, she clenched her fist, holding back. This won't help me, she said. It'll just make it harder for me when you're not around. But Nikan just waited for her until she tore off her jacket and joined Nikan in the, on the bed. The, both Nikan and Joseph uh, in the bed, where she sandwiched Nikan's body between herself and Joseph, as as Nikan was connecting the sensor arm to her neck. Uh, this way, this was the way she might some day be made pregnant with another with an other than human child. Not now, while Nikanj wanted other mm-hmm. work from her, but someday. And once it plugged her into her central nervous system, it could control her and whatever it wanted. And the chapter ends here. I was like, oh my God, seriously? Yeah. And all of human <laughs> sex is like a sort of more of like a human to human via onkali sex. I was like, what the hell? Like, I was not expecting this at all.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So this, This uh, I think it, it took me quite by surprise the first time I read this through. I was like, Whoa, okay, we're going to to this really quick. It's and it was... Spicy. Uh, yeah, it, it's strange kind of, like, um, Lilith uh, has the, the whole bit about the Ulog having this seductive tone. And it, 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 that kind of juxtaposed with the... How difficult we you saw it was for Joseph to even touch one? Yeah, like, it seems like I know <laughs> they've got some I don't know, like major mind whammy pheromones or something going yeah, on. Yeah, and also the fact that.
1: that it sounded like it has happened several times before, at least because hmm. you know she could not. She said it like she could not resist it because it would give her intimacy that. Nobody, you know, like a normal human body-to-body like interaction couldn't give, right? So it's like, mm. okay, so this happened before, and there was a conversation before, like if you're supposed to, you know, like the modification that he can give, her, like he was given, it was giving her modifications, like it sort of tried to understand the pleasures of her body, like how to give her pleasure, right? So there was like, oh, mm. I thought at the time it was like, oh, you know, when you when she touches the wall right to find the the bodies right that you know it's supposed to give her a pleasure but no it was during the modification to mm. give her pleasure so it must have this must have happened yeah, before
0: yeah. yeah so i think this um it, it it sounds like that kind of neural interface thing that, that nicanj is capable of doing cuz like taking over the nervous system um it has this kind of capability of, of like it can perceive what you perceive and it can make you sense stuff yeah so so it can kind of like simulate whatever sensations it uh, wants to be
1: honest it blew my mind like just the whole idea that one mm. is like being able to stimulate your nervous system so it gives you like this you know basically an orgasm without any sort of physical stimulation right so this is just your stimulating nervous mm. system and then now imagine the situation of two people having the same thing but having connected serv- nervous systems so what
0: yeah, it's like this shared, like pulled consciousness kind of thing where you can like perceive one another's uh, experience. It's a uh, yeah, it sounds really interesting. <laughs> yeah. isn't, isn't that um, uh, James Cameron's Avatar? Isn't that a similar? Yes, thing, where they yes. have those tails it's with absolutely like the the, same. the yeah. things. Yeah,
1: actually, good point. I didn't think I couldn't. Re- I didn't remember Avatar, but it's exactly the same thing that they connect those tail like those. Hair tails, whatever, to to you mm-hmm. know, to other animals to connect the central nervous systems, and like when the avatars or whatever the name of the species were, like when they actually have the interaction, you know, mm-hmm. the, basically sex, they do connect those tails together. So, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting. It's gnarly, yes. right? Yes. That was them. well done yeah. on your memory. Honestly, I yeah. admire your memory, like it's incredible <laughs> it's it's
0: good on triviary stuff to be honest surprisingly but like uh, other things it's remarkably <laughs> bad at i think i may have talked about this before on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i think we
1: all have sort of uh. some things that we remember so well and hope that we wouldn't remember them because they're useless <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the problem, right? You don't have any control over what exactly it is that you uh, remember. Well, I
1: just found it fascinating. This this chapter but... ending was just fascinating, and my basically like mm-hmm. my chapter seven prediction was that Nikanj modifies Joseph. Obviously, he already did it, and then like Lilith and Joseph has have sex via Nikanj. I just really didn't know where the chapter because it felt like, oh, it's gonna describe what's happening. Okay,
0: yeah, and then uh, again, this like. Uh joseph was okay with the whole like modify me to give me regenerative abilities but the sex part
1: <laughs> without um, consent it's
0: sex involving the uloi was not on the table
1: <laughs> honestly it's it's just <laughs> so um I don't know I can't even grab my hand around this because like for yeah. it's for Lilith right the whole concept of the don and Kali were like okay to diea no, it took her several days getting used to him, then finally touching him. Okay, accepted. She goes out. Oh holy shit. So many on Kali. Getting used to that. Blah blah blah. Mm. Getting the modifications, getting used to that, you know. Getting used to all of things. Joseph, yeah, touch, yeah, modification. Yeah, sex boom, don't sort it. You got uh, you know one oh one on <laughs> on things like wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kinda of tossed him in at the deep end. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, kind of a very uh, rapid progression from having uh, first met <laughs> the Onkali to be. I know.
1: just, but I just imagine yeah. like when we early on about like the cult of the Onkali when if the Onkali appeared before the war, right? I bet mm. there would be people like that, like touch sex immediately, you know, just get the full experience straight away. Mm.
0: I, there's, there's, there's always, always a few, a few right?
1: brave ones <laughs> I would say <laughs> very brave and, you know as they say there's a very fine line between being a brave and stupid <laughs>
0: hmm. yep uh, no, definitely true
1: <laughs> but man what a chapter hmm. such an interesting chapter it was so yeah. um... there's,
0: there's a lot packed into it but I mean the whole thing takes place in it's like three people in a room well two people and an alien and in a very yeah. small room like, and this like the setting is like as, as dull as imaginable like it's just like a gray box and yet it, there's all kinds of super interesting <laughs> yeah, stuff going on it's
1: like you know it's and just so, it's uh, just blows my mind how this book can really you know, i was expecting a sex scene okay i was sort of maybe expecting sort of i don't know um a lilith so becoming finally the leader people accepting her you know finally mm. like the hot sex between her and joseph being mm-hmm. interrupted by kind. <laughs> Like suddenly walking in, <laughs> um, uh, I thought it'd yep. some, sort well, it would be sort of like this comical sort of uh, relief, sort of like sort of this side of situation, right? Or so was like a conclusion, mm. but no, this is completely right. Whoa, okay. <laughs> completely a different way.
0: Yep. Uh, well, it's the it's, it's their the whole stick, right? They they want to breed with the humans. They want to trade genetic material. So.
1: It's incredible. I just find it like it's it's <laughs> such a. I tip my heart to, to the author because uh, there's a lot of I cry. I I cry, I can. I ima- I could imagine a lot of things, but this early in the book, wow, good. I'm looking forward to the next chapters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing how that's gonna go. I just mm.
1: I can imagine. Although just on the final note, I can imagine like Joseph being like. Uh, okay, and just not saying anything to Lilith for a while because just being so confused and overwhelmed by this whole experience. That
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a little bit rapey.
1: That's what I was saying, like, you know, all this whole situation without yep. consent.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so I think he's going to be unnerved <laughs> uh, and generally discombobulated after yeah, this I mean, experience. Like,
1: when it was described, um, when Lilith was getting her modification, she was a bit... Uh, Not there when she was awakening, like you know, she was like, "Oh, what's going on?" Uh, So I can imagine Joseph, and then also after after going, you know, basically sex, but basically having sex, unconscious, consciously, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's a a super because I mean, I think it's 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 kind of him and Lilith having sex, which apparently they've been doing, but at the same time, now we've got the uloi involved in this whole process i don't it's, know if
1: yeah, actually mm. they had sex as such right like i mean there was a early in the chapter in the previous chapter it was saying that you no know, and joseph came to her bedroom and you know said no can he join her bed she said like it took everything in her to pull him into her bed but uh to not to pull him right but so mm. that was the book indicated, like as if it didn't, didn't happen.
0: Yeah, it was kind of left a little bit unstated um, as to whether or not they had been. Yeah, I, 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 I the sort of sense of intimacy between Is, them was there, right? It was there. Like, I'm sure there was some yeah. sort of
1: intimacy, at least like mm. some physical touch. But mm. I don't know if it if.
0: But just I mean, like the the it's it, it, it seemed. I mean, cause it's been a relatively short period of time, and they seem to have. Like a, I don't know. It just seemed like the degree of intimacy that they seem to have generated very quickly had. And I, I'd assumed that they'd slept together, but I'm not. I mean, no, that's not necessarily an indicator. I yeah.
1: suppose. I think but, uh, I'm actually. I was yeah. like that sentence when I, as I just said that. Like it, it took everything not to do it. in her seemed like she's trying to sort mm. of not to do it yet because she's uncertain of things, how things will go. And she doesn't hmm. want to endanger him, but now it seems to maybe this will change, sort of like the attitude type. Hmm. But anyway, I think let's finish our, on that beautiful yes. note. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Interesting interpersonal developments yes. to come. <laughs>
1: uh, so, everyone, we were Xenothesis. <laughs> you can find all the places we published our podcast on xenothesis.com. All the links are there. I was Mike and Glinka.
0: I was Rich and Bye!
1: Bye.